With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to I Am the Future with Lady Fontaine. Co-hosts Dr. Jean Cirillo, Julie Zellman, and Frank Todaro. This is I Am the Future. Thank you, Frank. This is Lady Fontaine and Dr. Jean Cirillo. Oh, sorry, guys. (laughs) (laughs) I know we got so spoiled by the applause. We're just sitting here waiting. Oh my God! Your silence seemed like you were so disappointed. I I just had to go at your ego. Well, I just figured. (laughs) You know, we got so spoiled by it that I just have come to the point where I guess we just expect it. But thank you guys for the applause. It was wonderful. We appreciate it. And we're here to answer all your questions on love, life, career, finances, and whatever is on your mind. So give us a call at 646-381-4141. And stay tuned for later in the show because we've got a great show in store for you. And later in the evening, Dr. Jean Cirillo and I will be taking your calls. Our number again is 646-381-4141. Call us now to get in the queue. The switchboard is lighting up and we'd love to hear from you. So how was everybody's week? Anybody have anything exciting to talk about tonight? Well, I got my book contract. <gasps> oh, really? <laughs> Congratulations. Now, that is something worthy of the applause. Absolutely. Well, yeah. you knew about it already. I know. I mean, we knew about it uh, six months ago, so it's it's uh, like an anti-climax for you. Well, but still, it's a wonderful thing to see and to hear. I mean, especially because about a month ago, you're saying, oh, well, I'm not looking for any other publishers, and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> and then a month later, she's got the contract in her hand. Whoa! Oh, and you told me you were, you were right about the September or October. It was like October 29th that the author, author came, and that it wasn't going to be either of the two publishers that I was talking about, uh, but that it was going to be a third publisher that I hadn't met yet. You were right. I know. I know. I know because I felt that you were so off off target. And when I was telling you about other publishers, you're telling me, no, that's the other book. And I'm going, all right, 
you'll see. <laughs> and 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 we nailed it. So that's good. I'm very I'm very delighted that you've got the contract and you're going to be able to integrate your your stories, the stuff that you wanted to into this book, right? Yes, that was another plus that I didn't have to throw away all my old research for the book that didn't happen. Uh, that I could now incorporate it in with the theme in, in what we're doing. And and that was, the, they liked my idea. They pretty much had a set format of what they wanted, but they liked the idea of mine being incorporated. Well, I'm excited for you. I, I'm just, I, I mean, really, I'm delighted. I can't say I didn't know it because I did. It's um, fantastic, your predictions. Well, I'm just happy it worked, and timing is so difficult, and I said it probably in March that, or so that this was going to fall into place for you by the September-October time frame, and it did. So, And I'm just happy because you were so, just like a month ago or so we were talking about it, and, and I was thinking, oh, boy. Because <laughs> you were like, so oh, no, I don't want to do any more work on this book, and I don't want to this and I don't want to that. And I told you in my original prediction that I felt it was going to be a successful book for you and something very good and exciting. So it looks and like it's right. all into place. Well, I'm happy. These are the kinds of I things I like I had just about given right up now. on it, and you were right. I know. I know you did. That's what was troubling yeah. me because I thought you would have to work for it, and you didn't. It fell into your lap. So that makes it even more exciting. Well, I already worked so hard and got nothing because – it wasn't the kind of work, you know, with a book, a proposal. They know what they want. Often you can't guess what it is no matter how great your idea is. So I had just pretty much given up. Mm. Well, yeah, I'm glad that you didn't. I'm glad it fell into your lap, and I'm glad that my timing was right on it too. But it was oh, very I'm funny. Oh, I'm happy to work, but not for nothing. <laughs> no, I know, I know, and I'm glad that, like like you had said, you're able to integrate your original research into this book, which is great. I, I just knew it, and it's going to be a big hit. It really, really is. So what sort of time frame do you have to come to get this all done? Well, it's a good thing. You know, just like the other publisher, that's not the kind of place that gives you deadlines that last forever. I have to get half a book done. I have about a month to get half of the book done, which wow. is like six chapters, December 15th, and then the full 100% manuscript in February. But, again, they have a format they want me to follow, which I, I don't mind somebody providing the structure. I'll provide the ideas, but it's great to have somebody provide the structure, so that makes it a little bit easier. I'd rather do that, though, for something that I know somebody wants than uh, – Something, right. you know, the last time I had like half a book completed and, and the editor decided he didn't want it. Right, right. Now that, and that was frustrating. What, that, which, now, which book was that? Which, that whatever was the one on that, chemistry of love. But whatever happened to the children's book with the yellow cover? Because I still see that. Children's book for me with the yellow cover? Yeah, it it feels like a children's book. If it's not a children's book, it's something to do with children. I was helping somebody try to get her children's book published. Uh, she wrote a book. She adopted a Chinese baby, and she made the book and the cover, and it's a yellow cover with a picture of the young girl now on it. And she self-published, but she only has so many... Uh, 
books that she could afford to make, and it hasn't been accepted, but I had that on my mind, and, you know, because I was helping her along while I was working on mine, so we talk about this. So you might have picked up on her energy. Well, uh, it, it's I feel it, and I do feel that that has more potential. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with self-publishing, but I do feel it has the potential of getting to a, you know, pick, being picked up by a publisher. It feels to me it's going to be bigger than what it is right now. Oh, it's a wonderful book. I mean, I publish it, but uh, again, it, I, as I said specifically, they know six months ahead of time, just like clothing manufacturers, what is going to be in style and what they want. And, and right. book uh, publishers are pretty much the same now. Wow. Wow. That's wow. But I still feel good about that that children's book with the yellow or the whatever that is, that children's book with the yellow cover. So you might want to just pass on pass the information on to your friend that um, there, there's another publisher out there. I mean, it, there just is that I feel will accept the book, and I feel that also has the potential of being something. Um, I, I kind of want to say it, it, it feels to me to be different, and it feels to me to have a different approach and just a different, like, everything, format, feel to it and everything, and I feel it's going to get noticed, but obviously it needs to get out there. Obviously. Well, if that's what you were picking up on, you know, I'll certainly pass the word along. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because it's too coincidental that that book that you were helping your friend on has the yellow cover, and it is a children's book, or it's written by a child, or whatever that was. Um, you she know, wrote I, it in the I, child's I, voice. Oh, okay. I would find it hard to believe that... Um, you know, it, there's still another book that I would, you know, that you would be writing that have, has the yellow cover. It's in your energy, so you said you were thinking about it. So most likely, that's what I was picking up. So just let her know that she should pursue this because I feel there's something bigger and better for her. Yeah, she was pretty discouraged too after it didn't get picked up, and she did a few book signings herself. So I will definitely let her know that Lady Fontaine is always right, even if you feel discouraged. Well, thank you, but it, I, I feel for some reason I don't know why with with your book I I've always felt from the get from the second you told me that it was going to be something really good, and I don't know why. Um, it's I I do know when you're trying to publish a book, it's very very difficult. It's very um, heart wrenching. I mean, you know, it just is because you put your heart and soul into something and. You know, more often than not, you get rejected, rejection after rejection after rejection. But both of these, both yours, I feel is going to do very, very well. And I told you from the get-go, my original prediction was a bestseller. Um, and I'm still holding to that, Jean. I still have that feeling. Um, and then your friend's book, I feel, can be a lot more than what it is right now. I'm sure I would definitely say that. What about your books? You know, you can't see the hardest thing to see is your own nose, and don't you have at least two of them that you've talked about? Yes, and I, I'm not good with my own reading, so I don't know. Oh. I mean, my my gratitude journal is at the it is at a, a, a couple publishers right now, so um, I'm waiting to hear back. My other book, I had a publisher interested, and then I pulled it back because it wasn't done, and I still don't have it done. <laughs> I've been involved in a few other things lately. Ooh, so I just, you're so well, sabotaging. Thinking, I know. 
But what other things have other, you been involved in? Well, you know, like a new TV show, and I want to ask if you guys have seen the trailer for Beyond yes. Hawkins. I have finally seen the trailer. Ah, bravo. Bravo. It looks very bravo, exciting. Great. I'm getting a lot of positive feedback from it. I really, really am. So, um you know, it, it 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 definitely will be exciting, and you know, um, we're just finalizing the script. In fact, um, it's kind of gone out to a few people already, and um, you know, it's it's exciting. I never knew everything that was involved in the production of anything, but um, I'm certainly finding it out. Lady and Fontaine is getting quite the education. I certainly am because I am the executive producer for and acting as producer too for this um, TV show and it is exhausting. <laughs> yes, I had goddess. The goddess doesn't get exhausted, does she? Well, in this particular instance, I am. <laughs> yeah, the goddess is very. Here. Yeah. I am very. It's it's a lot of work, and again, it's like now I'm like a pro at you know. Um, you know, post-production, pre-production, and all this other kind of stuff at the beginning. I mean, like I said a couple of weeks ago, I didn't even know what a grip was. So um, I've had a lot of work to do to catch up with things, but it's going along great. I mean, we've put together what I consider to be beyond a dream team of of folks that are working from, you know, everything from, you know, the filming, the videographers, the director of photography, um, to, you know, the post-production film editors that, I mean, you know, they're award-winning people. I mean, it's really unbelievable. So I'm very hopeful that this is going to be not only great content, but, you know, um, really presented in a really nifty way. And the concept of the show is different than a lot of shows out there on the paranormal. So it should be interesting. And we have a few really exciting locations um, identified already for the paranormal investigations, and we are doing our first filming of the pilot on Monday and Tuesday. So it should be fun. That's very exciting. Yeah, it is. And, um, you know, it's going to be like, a you know, uh, again, all the lights and everything. So we're initially, I was saying, well, dress warm. Now I'm saying don't dress warm because after, oh, my God, the tank in um, in August, that was like, under, I mean, it was hot in there. Their air conditioning, air conditioning didn't work, but under the lights and everything, um, it was brutal. It really was, and we've got so many hours, you know, of being there. Not always in front of the camera, but still, it's going to be a long, long night, and you know, a lot of filming. But layers, know, it, layers, because it could mm-hmm. get cold while you're not filming. That's what I was thinking. Because actually, right now, because. Um, the director of photography and Jim and the electrician and the lighting person was up there on Monday, and um, they basically are saying that it's a small place and there's really no room to put the command center, you know, in the middle of things. So we're thinking of just putting it in the van. So if indeed we do that, then you're right. We do need to dress in layers because potentially it's going to be cool. I will bring a generator with me as well. So, you know, we'll see how it all plays out. But that's probably the best advice in layers, both light clothing and dark clothing, because we don't yet know what we're going to be photographing in, you know, or filming in. But it should be fun. And is everybody ready? Where's Frank? Frank, you there? I am here. 
Oh, Frank, Frank, I forgot about Frank. He's become a spirit. Hi, Frank. Apparently <laughs> so. You're going to find me when you re- record on your DVRs. They'll uh, oh, hear please. my voice. Oh, please, you're on that you you're, you're wonderful. I uh, know, yeah. That was uh, filmed outside the uh, the Washington Irving House, I believe. Of, of the very haunted Washington Irving House. Very spooky, spooky locations all over that we have coming up for the show, I hear. Yep. And Well, I'm uh, the investigator in training, so I'm very excited. And do you have any experience with this at all? No. Julie? That's what's wow. so exciting about it. Wow. So we're going to have to give you like a crash course with some of the equipment. Do you have a, um, do you have like a voice recorder, a or, you know, a tape recorder or anything? I have a tape recorder. You want to bring it? Sure. Okay. I mean, we have a lot of extras, but still, um, you know, and you're going to see soon um, in the script that I've broken people up into teams, but we don't have to stick to exactly. I mean, you know, Jim is going to rework some things and try to come up with an order that we do the place, but it's small. It's a lot smaller than what I anticipated, so... Um, I don't really know how it's going to play out. You know, I was hoping that we could have, like, one team in the basement and one team doing something else at the same time, but it doesn't appear that we're going to be able to do that, not because we don't have enough cameramen, because we do, but because it's an old building and are things going to be creaking and are we going to, you know, really um, pollute the evidence by having sounds and different, and you know, and any, any sort of visual. So we might literally have to do one team at a time. So the, the location has not been disclosed yet, though, correct? No, it has not. Indeed. So without without uh, revealing the uh, location, this is a this is a multiple level place. You're saying there's a basement there, yeah? Yes, and I believe there's also an apartment on the second floor, which I'm not sure how much activity is there or if we're going to get access to it. So there may actually be three levels. And there's well, actually, from ever... what I understand, from what I understand, there's actually two separate basements. Ooh. Was there ed- was there ever anything uh, reported uh, yes. bizarre yes, events in these other locations? Yes, every room has some sort of lo- some sort of activity. Um, everything from um, seeing things to hearing things to actually some poltergeist type activity. Wow, as and, a newbie, uh, I'm getting kind of nervous. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm me actually, too. Because obviously I'm a skeptic I'm a psych- psychologist, but I'm so nervous. I ain't afraid of no Oh, wow. <laughs> um, and I, I don't really want to know anything more than what I just said. I really don't. I mean, Jim has more information, and, and um, Dennis, the director of photography, has more information, but I do not want to know anything else. Um, so this way I'm going in really cold. I'm, I do, I, too. I checked it out. You did? You do know more? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, so don't that tell me. History, yeah. I don't tell, tell you. me. And I, I know nothing, know. so that's okay, fine. Okay, good. I know nothing either except what I just said. That's all I know, and I don't want to know where. I don't want to know what. I don't want to know any detail of anything. I told Jim what I was already picking up um, because usually en route to a location, I start getting every you know a lot of hits on stuff. Um, and when I said it to him on the phone yesterday when he had left the location, um he I, he was quiet, and then I said, well, um, am I right? And he said, I'm not going to tell you. And then um, I said, well, that was that was validation. <laughs> I was right. So he goes, well, you are right, but he said, I'm not telling you anything else. So um, I, basically all I told him was I, I had heard 
um, because the owner had told me about one spirit, um, and I picked up three, and I, I mentioned it to Ooh. Jim, and he said, he said that I was correct about that. Um, Probably only so, the one that I know about. Okay, you know, right, you know about the the one that everybody seems to know about yes, associated with that's part of the history, yeah. Right, I didn't know about it, but they mentioned it to me on the phone when I was originally, you know. Uh, so do you want to come here? By the way, we have a spirit that greets everybody. <laughs> well, it's not your traditional welcoming committee. Well, um, well, it's going to be from now on because you're going to be doing these paranormal investigations with us, so... Um, for now on, you're going to see that our official welcoming committee has many dimensions. It's not just what you can see or or hear, but it's um, you know what what lurk what lies beneath the uh, shedding light on what lies beneath the surface or something. Frank, could you say the line, please? I believe that was just it. The uh, the line is uh, shedding light on what lies beneath. Beneath. That's what our, our official welcoming committee. Um, will be doing, shedding light on what lies beneath. Well, our show in two... I was going to say, our show in two weeks should be very exciting for us to report back everything. Right, that's true. We're not going to be here next week because we're going to be zombies. We're going to have been filming for 24 hours straight, so... So since we won't be here next week and and our switchboard's lighting up, it's probably time to take calls soon. Phone lines are open. Please call 646-381-4141 to speak with Lady Fontaine and Dr. Jean. They are here to answer all your questions. Call 646-381-4141 to get expert advice on all that troubles you. And remember, if you don't get on the air tonight, please send us your question at mailbag at ladyfontaine.com. Lady Fontaine and Dr. Jean will be selecting a few questions each week to answer live on each show. That equates to getting a free reading, so don't miss this incredible opportunity Send us your questions now. Tonight, Lady Fontaine and Dr. Jean will begin taking calls right after the mailbag question, so give us a call at 646-381-4141. It's now time for our Sky McKenna Skywatch Report. Remember to visit Sky at her website at skymckenna.com. Hello, everybody. This is Sky McKenna with my weekly Skywatch Energy Report. This is a review of the energies for the upcoming week. And if you miss any of this, you can re-listen each week in the archives, or you can go to my website, skymckenna.com, and click the link near the top of the page. You can also read the energy report on my blog. There's a link at the top of my website for that, too. So, we've got the wind in our backs. We're still holding on to our hats. Here's the week ahead in eight minutes or less. And this, then, is for the week beginning Sunday, November 7th, 2010. Well, this week has energy shifts, but they're mostly gentle ones for a change. Neptune has just recently moved to direct motion, and this means we can reconnect with our goals and the dreams that we've been getting ready to birth since last May 31st, when Neptune originally turned retrograde. This is a very subtle but a very powerful new energy around us now. And then on Sunday, November 7th, Venus backs her bright little retrograde backside from deep, intense, passionate Scorpio into her natural home of Libra, where she's going to remain for the rest of November. And this will make some of us wax kind of nostalgic. And we may find people from the past re-engaging and re-entering our lives. So 
do be ready for that one. And after November 18th, when she turns direct, we're all going to finally see the forward movement that we've been waiting for in our personal and or business relationships and our finances as well, especially since Jupiter, the glorious god of abundance, will turn direct that very same day. We've got a big energy shift coming then, and a very positive, long-awaited one, I'll say. Then on Monday, November 8th, our minds will be fired up when Mercury enters Sagittarius. This is for the next six weeks or so. So look for communication of all kinds to be ignited now through November 30th. And we're going to feel a lot of mental enthusiasm. We'll want adventure. And this is going to be a very welcome change for very, very many people, especially the fire signs. And it's a time to get ready to think and dream very, very big. And then on Tuesday, November 9th, achievement-oriented Pluto will conjunct the future-oriented North Node. And that's going to bring an energy of rebuilding and transforming those things that we feel aren't moving our soul's purpose to where it really wants to be. And especially we need to be letting go of anything that's holding us back. And that's people, places, things, or our thoughts and emotions, or even our own actions that ultimately hold us back. But the big news is going to happen next week when both Venus and Jupiter turn direct. This is very exciting news for love, relationships, and abundance. And we're going to be talking a lot more about this in the next Skywatch, so stay tuned for that one. And for this week, I want to talk about what's up for each sign this coming week. And as always, this will apply to your sun sign and rising ascendant sign if you know it. Aries, you can expect renewed hope and optimism this week, and even some out-of-the-blue luck. So keep your eyes and ears open and be ready for it. Taurus, progress is at your doorstep now, and a companionship can brighten too. Any professional confusion is also about to clear. Gemini, you'll be able to negotiate change in your profession and open up to new inspiration. But take care not to be stubborn for best results. Cancer, intimate feelings of affection can flourish for you this week. Allow a relationship to be healed and renewed and then move on in love. Leo, don't allow past power struggles to weigh on your soul. Everything happens for a reason and all roads ultimately lead to healing and happiness. So allow that to happen. Virgo, be alert to hidden meanings behind communications, especially regarding health or work situations. Healing is at your doorsteps, and so is a new beginning. Libra, finances and your money are up for healing and transformation, so think creatively and be ready for some really, really good news that renews your spirit. Scorpio, people from your past may resurface and prove very helpful to you. So release those old wounds and memories and start fresh and allow new doors to open. Sagittarius, at least one bountiful opportunity is waiting for you. And you're about to get very, very busy and very confident too. Capricorn, you're going to find new inspiration in your career and your profession. So if you felt stuck, get ready to become unstuck very, very soon. Aquarius, luck is at your doorstep this week, especially around your finances and or career. Keep a positive outlook and be ready for exciting new starts. Pisces, healing of old dusty subconscious thoughts and fears is going to open doors to a harmonious and profitable new beginning. Keep your mind open wide and be ready to take that leap of faith. Well, that's a wrap for this week's edition of the Skywatch Energy Report. And remember, if you miss any of this, you can re-listen each week in the archives or visit my website, skymckenna.com, and the link is right there at the top of the page. And you'll also find a link to my new blog if you'd like to read the Energy Report. And remember, the animals still need your help. You can feed a homeless animal with just the click of the mouse. It's absolutely, positively, no questions asked free. In 2009, your clicks equaled 92 million bowls of food for homeless animals. So just go to theanimalrescuesite.com and click on the purple button that says, click here, it's free. Well, that's about it for this week. And remember, you never lose by loving, you always lose by holding back. So till next time, take good care, God bless, and namaste.
McKenna. As always, what an amazing report. To learn more about Sky, please visit our website at skymckenna.com. That's S-K-Y-E-M-A-C-K-E-N-N-A.com. Or check out my show page here on Blog Talk Radio. There's a link to our website. You can also listen to Sky live on the air on Monday mornings at 11 a.m. Pacific Time on Achieve Radio. That's AchieveRadio.com. Tell Sky you heard about her here. And now it's time for the mailbag question of the day. You guys ready? Yep. All right. First question is, Dear Lady Fontaine and Dr. Jean, I have a question about a friend, a very good friend, and I'm confused. We have the type of friendship where we are always there for each other, and I try to be there for him. A few weeks ago, we had a minor disagreement, and he got really pissed at me, way more than he should have for something of that caliber. Now there's a lot of distance between us. He's being rude and inconsiderate, and I'm not sure how to handle it. He recently went out of his way to involve my friends in something that he should not have. This is not a room uh, this is not a romantic situation. We're just friends. But I've always valued his friendship, and now I feel there is a divider between us. I've not attempted to speak to him because right now because I'm to speak to him because right now, because I am hurt by his words and actions. And that is Gina. All right. Who wrote that uh, letter? Uh, uh, Dr. Jean? Oh, I was going to ask her to go first on this one. All right. Well, let me zoom in on her energy and see what we pick up. Dr. Jean, are you there? Yes. Yeah, she okay. was she was muted question? for some reason. Oh, okay. No, I'm here. I was I heard everything. Oh, okay. Uh, I was going to say it sounds like something else is going on. Well, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, it sounds like that that something else is going on in his life at the same time. Maybe he's got a girlfriend and he's afraid there's going to be some sort of jealousy between uh, his friends. And and the girl, the new girlfriend, or you know, for some reason he wants it to go to the next level and doesn't know how. Uh, often guys act rude and everything when they just want you to go away and they don't know how to explain what's bothering them. Almost like a child would do. Women are much better at, at telling you why it is they're annoyed, e- even if uh, you don't accept it. So I think that's the sense I get for this type of situation. Well, I feel an underlying something here, and and I don't mean romantic or anything like that. Um, I feel, I don't know, something is not aligning right with your energy, and I find that quite interesting because she's saying, you know, that they're very good friends and they have the type of relationship where they're always there for each other. I just don't feel that, and when I look backwards, I don't feel it's quite that kind of relationship. I feel, you know, on a scale of 1 to 10, you know, it's a 6 or a 7. It's a decent relationship, but it doesn't really resonate with me that strongly. Um, What I do want to say about it, though, is whatever kind of distance or discomfort that is um, sort of floating around in the energy right now, I do feel that's going to be resolved, you know, within the next few weeks. It doesn't feel to me that it's going to be long-lasting. Um, I do agree with you, Dr. Jean. There is something going on in his life because I could feel it um, as well. But to me, it doesn't feel like it's related to a woman. To me, it feels like 
um, excessive, um, uh, I almost want to say career stuff, career responsibilities, almost being weighed down extremely heavily by by external influences. But there's something else here um, that doesn't really fit. And, and to me, it, it's almost like, and, and you almost said it, um, Dr. Jean, when, when you said that, that men and women don't necessarily communicate the same way, I feel they don't always look at the relationships the same way either. And where she's feeling that this is such an integral part of her life with this person, I'm just not quite feeling that that's his take on things. I feel some of the distance um, that she's feeling is just life for him. Yes, but if she's concerned, she could ask him. You know, I always recommend so long as she doesn't lose her temper and start accusing him of things, which will push him away first, to just say, you know, I I notice you've seemed kind of cold to me lately. Have I done something to offend you? And then be willing to hear it, not that he'll uh, say anything or, you know, what's going on. I had had a friendship with somebody like that, and he told me that he was getting recurrences from when he was in a coma 17 years ago. He was passing out. I know he had a lot of anxiety, like you said. It was career-related. It was women-related, too. But he said, no, 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 nothing's going on, but have I been acting differently? Yes, to you and everybody else in my life because of this. So at least you're confronting it. you got nothing to lose if she's not uh, she's not with him now and they're avoiding each other. This would be a way of uh, confronting the situation, clear up the mystery. Right. No, I agree. I do feel that that's a good plan for her, for Gina, so I hope she takes the advice. All right. Well, we actually have another mailbag question, if you have time for a, a second mailbag this week. Ladies. Sure we do. All right. Well, it starts out, Dear Lady Fontaine and Dr. Jean, I am 43 years old, and I've been listening to your podcast via archives and decided to email you to see if you would pick me for a question. I don't feel any connection with my husband of 12 years anymore. His name is Doug. I'm in this relationship because of the kids we have. Everything looks great on paper. Do you see me together with my husband in the future or someone else? I bet a ton of people have the same question, whether to stay or go. I did meet another person this summer that I feel some strong connection with, Sean. Is this true or memorex? Because my mind is taking, is, sorry, is trying to find someone to fill my emotional needs. Do you see him in my picture? Please clarify, I am in limbo. Thanks for your podcast, and have an awesome night. Vicki from Maryland. All right. Um, regarding Vicki and Doug and their relationship, I want to I talk about that first. Um, you know, I, I definitely feel what she's talking about as far as, you know, that they're just in it for the kids at this point, and there's, really not much of a connection there. And it, it just kind of feels to me that um, there's really no dialogue. There's really no conversation. It's exceedingly quiet. And when there is any discussion or dialogue between the two of them, it feels to me it centers about arguments. So, you know, I just I, I just sort of encourage her to be aware of that in front of the kids. It just feels to me that there's really very little positive dialogue that's going on between the two of them. 
Um, the interesting part of it is, is that, and, and I know this is going to sound weird, but I actually feel a very strong soul-level connection with her and her husband, Doug. Um, I kind of feel they've drifted apart. I, I personally feel that if they would start dialoguing and maybe get a little bit of you know, help, be it counseling or something like that, um, they, they could actually fix the relationship. But I'm feeling right now that she's so devoid of any feeling or emotion towards him that it kind of, this doesn't feel like it's the right timing for me, for her. Um, to me, it doesn't feel, did that make sense? To me, it doesn't feel like that's the right timing for her. Um, regarding Sean, um, I know this is a, a <clears throat> an email that I've had for a while sitting in my inbox and we you know, we, we can't we can't take you know, we generally don't get to more than one or two mailbag questions a week. Um my gut feeling is with Sean, um a lot of it is just trying to feel what her emotional needs are. I kinda feel to a large degree that that didn't fully manifest for her in the summertime the way she was hoping that it would. It just doesn't it's not sparkling to me. It just doesn't feel to me that there's a future with him. Um, and I honestly don't feel she's ready either to really get involved with somebody. But I do really feel it's very, very substantial that she realizes that, um, you know, she was trying to fill her emotional needs with somebody. I really feel before she could walk away from this relationship, in her heart of hearts, she kind of knows that she has to at least see and, and try to resolve things with Doug before she walks away. I know she's not doing it, but I do feel it in her energy, and my gut feeling is before she does fully walk away from it, she is going to at least approach him and see if there's any way for them to try to work at the relationship. I actually feel if they do, it might not be 100% what she wants, but I do feel it could be 75 to 80% better than what she currently has in the relationship. So it kind of feels to me with Doug there is potential for this relationship to get somewhat back on track. Um, you know, she is asking the question, you know, is she? do I see her and her husband together in the future? And that's where free choice comes in. If she chooses to work on the relationship or um, herself, I do feel that there is potential in this relationship. Um, if they continue the way they're going, um, I feel they're both going to want out of that relationship without a doubt. Um, I still feel it's going to take them a while to make any really, really major decisions. It kind of feels to me they're one to three years away from um, really ending the marriage if they go in that direction. Um, Dr. Jean? Yeah, you know, before she pursues this new relationship, she really doesn't know this guy, Sean. She's projected all the fantasies of what she'd like the husband or her ideal man to be, and that's easy to do when you're not living with the person. Mm. So I, I think she's got to figure at some point if either go for some kind of counseling with her husband or, or herself and, you know, to figure out what's going on in, in this marriage and, you know, what could be done. Uh, again, I give the advice that I often give to people that maybe she's expecting too much from marriage. Uh, she does have a husband and they do have a relationship at home, but if she's expecting to go out and do exciting things every day or to come home to some fantastic uh, conversation with a man who's going to entertain her, you know, that might happen on the first few dates. 
but it's not going to happen in any long-term relationship. So she's got to find other sources of excitement aside from another man <laughs> or an extramarital affair. That's, that's not a good recommendation. She's got to find things that she enjoys doing, whether it's hobbies, friends, uh, her own family. Uh, so, uh, I don't know she, what she's doing as far as work, uh, but uh, there might be some different potential there and you know then she can explore whether or not she's really unhappy in her relationship and if if things need to change or if it's just uh that that the passion has cooled down after after a long time and and you're not sure you know but a new person is only going to provide that initial excitement for for a short period of time it's not going to solve the problem once you move in with him, who knows what his problems are, but you've got to deal with your own marriage first. Right. I agree with that. And I and I feel she knows that in some part of her energy because it does resonate within within her. It does. Um, you know, it's just going to be a matter of, again, that's where free choice comes in. I just feel that they've sort of let it go for so long that they're, it's hard. It's a, a relationship gets to a certain point where it is hard to rebuild it. And I'm not saying they're there yet, but they're close to being there. But I still feel the connection. And I, I do hope she um, at least um, allows herself to give this a shot because I do feel it will be a heck of a lot rewarding for her than she thinks it will be with him. Well, are we ready to take uh, some live calls? Well, we can, or we can, you know, sit here and talk. <laughs> <laughs> That's not sad to our listeners. Unless they enjoy hearing us talk about ourselves so much, you know. That's, uh, <laughs> that's the show. <laughs> oh, I think okay. Like we'll talk start about taking calls. <laughs> You're so cute. That's so cute, Dr. Jean. Well, okay, enough of those mailbag questions, guys. Let's have the real callers. Well, we <laughs> do have a caller waiting in queue, actually, okay. uh, right now. We'd love to speak to you guys. Uh, Caroline wants to speak about her career path, her soul's path, and her karmic path. We love these kinds ah. of questions. Caroline, are you with us on the air? Hi, Caroline. Hi, thanks for taking my call. Yeah, it's Carolyn. Thank you. Hi, how are you? Hi, good, thanks. I'm glad that you took my call. Oh, it's our pleasure. So, how can we help you? It sounded like from what Frank said, there's an assortment of things you want to ask us. Yeah, um, yeah. I was just wondering what you're picking up for me as far as any career, um, anything career-oriented, and then, um, you know, and then also my... Um, soul's path as well for my soul's evolution. All right. Um, When I look at your career, it almost feels to me whatever it is that you're doing isn't necessarily what you really want to do or what you should be doing. Um, And and I almost see like a a, a double path for you. So what it honestly feels like is um, a job um, that pays the bills and then something that fuels your fire that really fuels you. So are you currently mm-hmm. doing two totally separate things, or is that just something that you're recognizing is 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 something you need to do in the future? Yeah, well, that resonates. I mean, right now I'm substitute teaching, but for a while now I've been juggling, I don't know, maybe two or three jobs. But, um, 
right now I'm sort of passionate about music, and so that's my hobby. But, um, you know, I just like to get, I guess, um, it would be nice to make money doing more creative endeavors. Real success isn't even how much money you make. It's getting paid to do what you would pay to do. And if music is what you enjoy, there would be nothing more satisfying than to be able to earn a comfortable living with music. Now, you can teach. A lot of times people are looking for somebody to give private lessons to their kids if their child is in a band in the school. You could be a music teacher. There, There is a lot of potential between that and something else of, of being able to support yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because right now substitute teaching, I'm not. It's just barely paying the bills. Right. You have a lot of education, but being a sub doesn't pay very much with teaching. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like I However, said, sometimes it leads to a real job. But I'm... Jill wanted to, Lady Fontaine. No, I mean, I was just going to say, like like I said from the get-go, it just doesn't feel aligned with you. I mean, it feels like it's just that, there to pay the bills and not really, you know, fueling your fire and, and wetting your whistle at all. It just doesn't have the feel. And I'm not saying you're not a good teacher. Or I'm not saying you don't enjoy it when you're there. But it still doesn't mm-hmm. really resonate in, in who and what you are. But the irony is, and Dr. Jean said it, um, Teaching overall does. It really, really does. Um, there's something that's very true to your soul in, in, in teaching, but but I still feel there's more out there. The singing, as soon as you said it, I almost heard angelic, like, like harps, you know, in very angelic types. Are you into... She doesn't want to go to heaven yet. <laughs> well, not quite that, for not quite that meaning, but... but, but are, are, Carolyn, are you into like um, you know that that new agey kind of um, angel type music? Well, I like that, but right now I'm playing guitar and singing. Um, like, All right, and when um, you say that, I mean I feel it, but I don't feel it again, even 110 percent with you. I just don't. I feel it. it I, I have a little bit more of a hit than when you talked about teaching, but it still isn't fully. Um, either it's not fully evolved within you as something that you truly want to do, um, or it's still not. It's still just not it. I feel it's something that you enjoy, but it just isn't fully resonating with me either. Um, again, this heart music or something feels more aligned with your energy. It just does. Mm-hmm. Have you ever thought of playing a harp? Um. Yeah, I mean, you know, a lot of instruments. I'm interested in all kinds of instruments, so that would be one of them, but I haven't seriously thought about it. Mm. Um, There's something that I'm being very drawn towards with you because I keep on hearing that heart music and that very, it's beautiful sounding. I mean, it just is. Um, And and I I don't know, I could just see you in that that way. When you talked about singing and guitar playing, that felt to me to be fun. It just did. It didn't feel to me to be... You know your 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 you know what you're being guided to do. I mean, when I see mm-hmm. you and hear the heart music, I feel your energy so aligned um, with with you, with spirit, with everything. It just feels in sync with what you should be doing. Um, but you know, the teaching in your life is important. I mean, I feel you got into teaching for a reason, and it feels to me you're not necessarily in the right teaching spot, 
um, and, and, and perhaps, you know, just being a substitute teacher isn't fully um, cutting it for you either financially or even, you know, emotionally getting that, that satisfaction. But um, you feel like a teacher at heart. You really, really do. I mean, does that resonate within you? Because you certainly, to me, are carrying that teacher energy. Um, I love working with children, yeah. Um, but I feel like, um, you know, I'm intelligent. I have a lot of abilities. But, um, and so, you know, I'm kind of, I do, I dabble in a lot of things. Um, but I just want to get more focused and bring more money in as well, you know. Um, so you're really looking for you how to make on money music teaching. Yeah. Can, do oh, you want, are you stopping? I, I'm, I'm just wondering. A lot of people are substitute teachers because they're hoping to get offered a teaching position. Is that your eventual goal? Um, not necessarily. Yeah, I don't want to. I'd have to go back to school. I mean, you know, I could like be a teacher's aide right now, but I'd have to get my credential to actually be a teacher and. Um, I don't necessarily want to do that. That might be a possibility. I don't have that. For me, it's more of a hobby right now, even though I love it. Um, I'm just thinking at a private school or something. The thing is I have two small boys, too, and I couldn't do school full-time right now. Um, So, You know, when I... When I read your energy, I feel there's a message, and there's a message in your heart. And I feel that's that's almost the problem here is that you're not able to really deliver your message. Um, and mm-hmm. it doesn't feel to me that it's fully going to be around teaching. Um, again, somehow if it's working with children or somehow teaching but perhaps in a different way, maybe not in a classroom environment, maybe seminars, workshops down the road, maybe in writing. When when, when I was sort of scanning your energy, I so felt, um, um, and it's interesting because I felt music and I felt writing. So do you write your own music? Um, a little bit, yeah. I've written a little bit of my music. Mm-hmm. And is but that- writing, it definitely appeals to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's definitely in your energy. And and again, I, I was really when I was starting to say this, I was leading towards just telling you about writing, but my guides mm-hmm. keep telling me music. So somehow the two are tied in. I'm not mm-hmm. yet seeing what that is, so my gut feeling is that's something that is part of your journey to find it and explore it. And it kind of, it's kind of like if I give you, if my guides give me the answer and, and I give you the answer, you're going to miss all those rich, you know, um, life, you know, experiences right. that are right. where you need to get to. But what they are saying is writing and music are so intertwined okay. in your life and such a major part of where it is that you're going. And I still, my gut still tells me teaching in some way is going to play a very important role. It might not be classroom teaching. It might be in some other way. Um, But I do feel um, for you that there's still some, for this particular lifetime, still some, um, what I I kind of want to say spiritual awakening that you still, that that you're on the journey of of discovering. And I feel you are Mm -hmm. going to get there. And it feels to me also some potential for um, 
healer because I see the use of hands almost scanning people. So are you doing Reiki or anything of that nature? Because that's what it almost looks like to me. Yeah, well, I've been certified for Reiki 1 and 2. I haven't been practicing it. And also um, I've been a massage therapist, but I haven't been practicing it lately. It felt to me more like the scanning, so it's a little bit more like Reiki, what I'm seeing. I feel that's also going to play very, very heavily in what you do down the road. There's kind Mm -hmm. of like, it's sort of like there's a few steps, and this is what they're not Mm -hmm. showing me, that you sort of need to take before you're going to be reaching all these, you know, very, very expansive things. But it is in your energy. It is there. Mm -hmm. My gut feeling is... Um, before the end of 2011, you're going to be, you know, taking giant leaps towards, you know, a, a emotional and spiritual expansion. And, you know, I, I honestly feel you're not that far off from reaching some of the goals that we're talking about as far as music, as far as writing and integrating them together. But to me, it feels like the end of 2011 it's going to start all coming together for you and you're going to be on the path that you should be on right now you're you're getting your footing you're you're building up your momentum you have to go through what you're going through right now to get you to the point of being able to aspire to the things that you truly desire and you're going to know i feel it's going to come to you in a dream you're going to know you're going to wake up in the middle of a dream and you're just going to know exactly the path you need to take Mhm. oh thank you so much that's really helpful Thank yeah. you. You're very, very Yeah, it's very exciting. Thank and, you. And let us know how things work out. I know the prediction is, you know, a little bit in the distance, but keep us posted and let us know. Okay, I will do. You guys have a great night. Thank you. You too. Thank you very much, okay. Carolyn. And, and also, thank you very much to uh, Gina and Vicki who sent in those uh, mailbag questions too. So all three of you, please keep in touch and let us know how things turn out. Uh, just a reminder to everybody, that if you want to send us some mailbag questions, you can send those to mailbag at ladyfontaine.com. That's the words mailbag with no space in between at ladyfontaine.com. And then we'll select a few of those questions each week to answer live on each show. Now, just a a quick reminder, everybody, the phone lines are open. So please give us a call at 646-381-4141. That's 646-381-4141 to speak with Lady Fontaine. And Dr. Jean. So are we ready for our next caller? Uh, we we definitely are. And I, are we having any switchboard problems tonight? Um, we had a few before, yeah. It seems yeah, so, because we had... Before, but it cleared we, we seem to have a bunch of callers that have uh, possibly gotten disconnected. So if someone called and got disconnected, it was a technical issue. We did not disconnect you on purpose, and feel free to call back. Great. Okay. So our next caller is Zachary, and Zachary has questions about an ex. Ah, okay. Zachary. Hi. 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 I'm fine. Um, I wanted to know if you saw my ex-boyfriend, John, coming back into my life. Your ex-boyfriend, John. Let me... Sean. 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 Okay, let me scan the energy and see... All right. Um, it's interesting because, you know, there. it feels to me when you guys were involved, it was, you know, uh, I, the word that came to me is spectacular. I mean, it, it feels to me a strong connection, um, a lot of real happiness. And, and I feel that, that 
really intense joy in both of your energy. Um, if I was just to look at that part of it without a doubt, I would say yes. But I also almost see like a flip side of it, um, whereas energy comes through um, at times being extremely detached. And that's almost surprising to me because when I'm first reading the energy, it's, it's amazing. I mean, he's engaging, he's focused, and, and he's, he's absolutely so happy. So my gut feeling is, um, <sighs> first of all, let me ask you this. How long have you guys been apart? Well, we just we had an argument today, and I thought that maybe it was like finally over. I don't know. The relationship with you and him being finally over. Well, well, yeah. Um, you know, my gut feeling is it is not. Uh, has he been more detached lately? Just so I could sort of fit in where where what I'm seeing into what's happening right now. Not inconsistent, but be detached, almost preoccupied. The last, like, two days, yes. Mm. Um, <clears throat> my gut feeling is you guys aren't fully over, um, but I feel some, what I kind of want to say, um, challenging times, and it doesn't feel like extended periods of time, but it does feel to me that the next, I would say, <sighs> One to one to two weeks could be a little bit longer that than that are going to be somewhat challenging for the relationship. So it almost feels to me, give him the space right now. Give him the space that that he needs, and that's what he really, really needs. I mean, don't be chasing after him. Don't be trying to get him back. Give him the space that he needs. And my gut feeling is um, he'll sort of snap out of it quicker. Um, I don't see you guys... Um, you know, ending the relationship at this point, but I have to say that um, whatever this distraction is around him, and it feels more, believe it or not, internalized than external, so it almost feels to me that there's something that, um, I don't know, it doesn't feel work-related, it doesn't feel love-related, it just feels to me something internal that he's internalizing. Um, is going to be a factor in the relationship for, for at least, like I said, the next few weeks. Um, is your relationship prior to the past two days been almost idyllic? I mean, I feel this happiness and joy in the relationship. Is that what you guys were experiencing before he started to pull, before he started getting so preoccupied? Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, officially, I want to say it's not over. Um, give him a little bit of time and space. I do feel you're going to hear from him before the one to three weeks. I feel you're going to hear from him within a day or so, if even. It feels to me almost immediate. But um, I, like I say, I still feel some trouble in the relationship for the next couple weeks. Okay. All right. All right. Well, thank All you. All right. Thank you. Well, good luck to you. Let us know how how it turns out. All right. Bye. Okay. All right. Who is our next caller? Uh, let's see. Who do we have here? Uh, I have a caller here. I'm not sure of the name. I think we're going to have to re-ask what this name is. Uh, okay. Asking about growth potential at work. So let's see. Okay. Hello? Hello? Yes, hi. Hello? What is your hi. name? I'm Tim. Tim, okay. Yeah. All right, so how can we help you? Uh, good potential work. And uh, was one question I have for you. You know, there's a couple of different options open. 
And then I, um, my niece also had a reading the other night, and some family issues came up, and I was wondering if you could tap into that as well. Sure. All right, so let's look at your growth potential at work first. All right. Um, all right, a couple things are jumping out at me. Um, first, I want to say it almost feels to me that whatever it is that you're doing, you've done for a while because it's almost showing itself to me on, on like a, um, you know, like like a straight line, you know, to show like there hasn't been a lot of um, promotions or movement or whatever. So have you been in the same either category or job or level of job for quite some time? Is that true? That's correct. Yeah, about okay. a couple of years now. Yeah. Um, and, and you want to know if you can grow there or if you have to go somewhere else to grow. Yeah. Well, you know, it it feels to me potential for long term. It doesn't necessarily feel to me immediate, but it feels to me potential for long term growth where you are is 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 decent. It doesn't feel phenomenal, but it feels decent. What it actually feels to me that's going to happen, and it, it, I feel it's going to start um, sometime after the new year. It probably most likely is going to begin. There's a process of almost either shuffling or um, people leaving or, or even new people being hired that's going to actually affect the, either the structure of your area, your department, or, or whatever it is. Um, that that I feel is going to end up playing to your advantage, and it feels to me it's going to happen before the end of the first quarter of 2011. Um, but it doesn't. It honestly, Tim, doesn't come through like whoa. You know, there's like uh, you know, in years you're going to be making three times what you're making right now. It feels to me that there's there's some potential there. Doesn't feel huge. I'm feeling a very um, flat energy of, around the job that you have right now, and also almost your feel, your feeling or take on the company. So, if what you're doing right now, it, it kind of feels to me that you're you're bored, and it feels just like it's very mundane, and you're going through the motions of things. True. Exactly. Um, yep. Exactly. And and I, I I honestly feel that that's your. Your 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 general consensus of the company right now. I don't feel a lot of enthusiasm about the company, nor do I feel a lot of um, you know really gun ho stuff. You know, like some companies will come to, oh God, you got to stick this one out because they're in the middle of you know major um, you know development of something. This feels like a very even keeled kind of thing. Like not much happens in the company. Yeah, they're the kind of slow and they drag their feet and they. Got to make things right. And, right, right. Yeah. Um, you know, so like I said, if you choose to stay, I do feel something will open up. It doesn't feel huge, but there's some opportunity that's going to be different for you um, that does involve a little bit more money, a little bit more responsibility, a little bit more challenge, but it still isn't blowing me away. That yeah. that That, though, will open up, I would say, in the next, you know, three to four to five months for you. Um, if I look outside of the company for you, and while I'm doing that, G, Dr. Jean, do you have any anything you want to say to him while I'm scanning the energy to see? Yeah. What's going well, what, what, sometimes you get into a certain type of environment. Like I know when I was with the schools, where you see that even the person who's got the who's got the best position in the company isn't really growing or that it's not an exciting thing that you want to do something else. I get the sense that that's what this is, that, yeah. you know, it's certain, it's like you. there's a certain 
feeling and you've reached it with this company and you have to take your shoes and, and walk elsewhere if, if you want to uh, go and do anything else. I see a lot of security here that a lot of people would like, but I, you, that's not making you happy. You want something that has more growth potential. Right. And that's where you really have to look around. And I also see this somehow that if, let's say you tried something else for six months and it didn't work, that if this place was still open and, and running, that they would welcome you back. Okay. Am I right? I mean, you know, I'm not psychic, but I'm just guessing. I, 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 yeah, um, if I can go to a different department and check it out, maybe. But I I, I kind of feel like if I, once I left, I'm gone. You know what I mean? Like that. That's okay. Well, maybe you know, maybe that's right. I but but certainly I would think from from your attitude that you don't seem insecure. That it seems like let's say if and when you line something else up, not quit this before you get something, but you line something up that's better. Even if that better thing doesn't work out, you're right. employable and you're desirable in your field. So that you would find something that was at least equal to or better than than what you'd be leaving. Like you've uh-huh. outgrown this, you're ready to move to the next step, but you just have to do it in in a smart way. Yeah, you know, it's here's it's slow. It's you know, real particular, and you know, and 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 I want to stay. I'm happy where I am, but it's you know. They get, they you don't want to be saying the same thing in 12 years, you know. Exactly. Like, yeah, exactly. Thing over and over and over. So it's like, come on, Terry, and, you know, unfortunately somebody has to retire or move on to move. Yeah. Somebody has to move up. Yeah. Okay, well, All you right. know, I would well. certainly keep my eyes open. And, and again, I my sense is that you're employable enough and you have enough skills that even if you lost the other thing that was at a higher level, you would still find something that that was within this level. Great. Well, I want to say one other thing before you go, though, Tim, and that is that um, I do see another opportunity for you outside of the company. It feels to me that either somebody that you've worked with in the past or somebody who was actually in this company and left the company is now in a different location. And I, it almost feels like a connection through that other person that could lead to a very, very, I, I, I kind of want to say combination of exciting and, and challenging position for you that feels to me that um, is a little bit more money, not a, not a tremendous amount, but somewhat more money. Um, but the, but the, the work and, and the opportunity feels humongous compared to where you're working right now. And the company feels bigger and better and, you know, more expansive and just more dynamic overall. So keep your ears and eyes open if somebody has left the company within the past six months to a year that you do know. Um, you know, try to touch base with them. Even if you don't touch base with them, an opportunity will come up for you. I would say, you know, within the next couple of months, I'm going to say right now two to three months, could be a little bit longer than that, um, where you will have an opportunity to move on, and it will be in a familiar environment because of this person that you used to work for. Okay. Yeah, can you give me any kind of idea of what line of work that would, might, might be in? It, it honestly feels similar to what you're doing right now, 
but it feels to me to be with a more expansive kind of um, not only company but approach to the work. So okay. what, is it that, what is it that you do right now? Do you mind telling us? Uh, now I'm, I'm kind of in a university setting. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, more customer service oriented. All right. Well, to be honest, it doesn't feel like a a university type setting. So yeah. that part probably change. Customer service kind of feels to me would be similar, if not the same. But again, okay. it's to be different kind of company, different outlook, different everything. Um, and you would be working either for or with this person that, um, to me, it feels like you had a great relationship with. It is a man. Um, feels to me it's somebody that he had a very working relationship with and that um, feels to me that he's a few levels higher than you but had a great deal of respect for you and you stand out in his mind as being somebody that he, you know, wanted to reach out to when this particular job opportunity came up. So okay. there is there is something that's going to come up in the next few months that's going to align very closely with your energy. And if you choose to leave, I do feel that the potential for growth in this new company is, I would say, you know, 10 or 20 times better than in the company right. you're in right now. Okay. All right. Yeah, sounds great. I, I just one more question I have for you. I had a niece that had a had a reading for, with her. Uh, her grandmother came through for her, and I was wondering if there was any more that you could tap into any kind of family. Did, did she get a reading from me? Um, I don't know who she got a reading from. She said she just got a reading over the phone. So we've both been on Wild Talk before, so maybe. Um, what is? I would need to know her name and and what is her name? Let's start with I mean, that. Melissa. And she called her grandmother Nan. Yeah, Nan. But. And and what is what was her real first name? Because it's hard without having her I, here. Honestly, I don't know. Oh, you she don't know. Al- no, she was always Nan. Mm. Um. Yeah. Would 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 it be possible for her to call us and and let me do a reading directly for her? Um, I can try. If not, like when. You know, the next time you're on, I'll have right. a call. Okay, yeah. that would be fine. Um, because it's, she's not coming through as loud and clear as I would like. Um, right. And if she asks me the question, it probably will come through different. Um, and remember, we're not on next week. We're, it's, we very rarely miss a week, but next week we will not be on the air. The following week we will be back on the air. Okay. All right? Thanks. Have a great night. All right. You're, Take care. Thank bye-bye. you. And good luck with the job. Keep us posted. Thanks. Bye. Bye. All right. Do we have any other callers? I know there were. We do have one uh, on hold right now. I believe our switchboard person Paula is talking to her or him, so I can't retrieve it yet. Okay. But I should be able to in a couple of minutes. Okay, that's fine. In the meantime, we can. well, Julie, so what's going on with you? Have you, uh, um, you know, is anything new with you? Well, if you'd like, I'm more than happy to ask you a question and you can do a reading for me. Sure, go ahead. <laughs> and Dr. Jean can, of course, chime in. Oh, I'll give my uh, two cents. Will always help along. Well, 
I suppose, like most women, the relationship status is one of the most important things. I've been very honest on the air about how I had a breakup recently, and I purposely did not ask Lady Fontaine for any information because I wasn't ready to hear it. Mm-hmm. I'm not asking about my mm-hmm. ex. I'm asking about the future. I am definitely interested in meeting someone and just want to know if and when I may have, well, I don't know what word to use, soulmate, uh Partner, life partner, husband, whatever, whatever word I, you know, is is husband. appropriate. We'll we'll look at husband. Okay, okay. husband sounds good. Husband for Julie, and you know it's interesting because as soon as you said relationship, remember last week we had a caller, and I said, oh my God, it's as close as my face. You know, it's right in front of my face. Yeah. Uh, that's I'm not saying this is your husband. But you do have somebody coming in. If if he has not already entered your life, he is coming through very very soon. Um, Woohoo! <laughs> you know, and, and honestly, I'm not, I can't tell you for sure that this is quote unquote the one because right. when I scan your energy, I feel the one is further out. This one jumps out at me, and when I do this kind of reading, rarely do I pick up energies that aren't significant in in you know around you. For one, for some reason, um, you know, I don't pick up the very casual things. So the sheer fact that I feel somebody is about literally to walk into your life as soon as tomorrow, and the furthest in the distance, I would say, is a week or two. Um, and I do feel it's going to be a substantial relationship with a lot of potential for you. Uh, again, it's even it's so close; it's in my face. I mean, literally <laughs> in my face. So I know that's coming in for you soon. Um, I, I again, I'm, I'm not fully vested in the feeling that this is quote unquote the man you're going to marry, but it, it's going to be substantial. When I look ahead, looking for your husband, um, immediately I come to March or April of next year, um, and I feel those are going to be very, very significant months. And it feels to me almost as if you're going to meet the person, but not fully connect with him at that point. Um, but it feels to me by June you're going to be in a, you know, um, in the beginning stages of a very um, promising relationship. So assuming that it's like in that March, April, May time frame that you meet them, there's going to be some delay, and I'm not seeing what that delay is, um, from actually getting the relationship to to really hit the ground running, but it will happen. It will happen within a, a 30 to 60-day period. Um, there's, let me just see what I was, I don't know, there's something what that, that I want to say to you about the kind of connection that you have with him, and it, I don't know, it's, re, it's really resonating. It's, it's almost like, you know, a, a, a couple callers ago I was hearing that harp music. This is <laughs> almost like violin music or something. It's really beautiful harmonic music and i really feel that's an illustration of what your relationship with this person is going to be feels to me that it's just going to be heavenly it's really going to flow very very well for you um when i look ahead because i want to just give you an idea of when i feel you're going to actually get married (laughs) oh my god oh wow are we all invited what what is it well it better be uh, I think that you'll, if the, yeah, I think that if this lady Fontaine <laughs> can hit this one on the head, you're all invited, and I say that on the air, and we have, and we, this is taped, 
so people can play this back. Right. You're all yeah, invited. <laughs> I'm going to say right now, and, and I'm going to say this loosely because I, I can't guarantee you this is the right date, but it is close to it. Um, June of 2012 feels to me, I can see you getting married. I just can see it. So uh, my gut feeling is that it, you're going to, you're it, June 2012, that's it. No matter how I look at it, that's it. <laughs> you know, the, the, asking that question brings up, it's really interesting. Um, and, and Dr. Jean, I'm sure you could definitely say things about this. Um, unfortunately, I think we lost that caller. I think we're having switchboard issues. So um, I'm just going to keep rambling. Um, okay. When you brought, when you said to me, and let me get your wedding date. I never would have asked that question, and I actually got nervous, which it brings me all back to the commitment issues. It's crazy. Right. Like, Ooh, we think yeah. we know what we want. Like, when people call and they say, oh, I want my soulmate, or oh, I want to get married. Until and you get it. You say it in theory, but when you said, oh, let me get your wedding date, I, I was like, no, 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 no. Wedding, no, marriage, no. <laughs> Even so, though I say so. that I want that. Right. So then I, when I finally said to you June of 2012, how did that make you feel? Kind of happy that it was far away. <laughs> oh, interesting. Okay, so we have a year and a half. For, I mean, for I was happy that you had a ready. date. I was happy that you saw me getting married. And I was very, you know, that you had this image in your head. So like, And I felt relieved and happy about that. But I was also like, oh, okay, there's time. Um, but it makes me... Now. Sorry? It takes that long. Get the hall now, I said. Get get the wedding hall. Sometimes it, it's easier to find a new groom than a wedding hall for June. <laughs> That's so true. Maybe I should set that up now. Dr. Jean's right yeah. on that on that front. Okay, so where do you want to get married? I mean, do we not want your future husband to have any input on this at all? <laughs> he can have input on this. <laughs> hey, that's a great thing. Not if we set it up usually. now, because you're not... You're not meeting him for another uh, quite a few months yet, probably. I definitely do not have dreams of the huge, uh, very, like, those ridiculous weddings that you see with, you know, the top of the line, everything. I'm more of a destination wedding or on the beach or, yeah. Okay. Too bad I didn't see it in October. We could have had a Halloween wedding. <laughs> I just wanted to do that. I think if I got married again, I would do a Halloween, you know, uh, October 31st wedding. Yeah, that's I think great because of the birthday. But I think June is, is perfect for Julie. Me too. But June is appropriate for me. That's the time to be a bride, a June bride. I agree. On the beach. So you're going to do it on the beach or you're going to do it in in the Or near a beach or I don't know. We'll see. I know. We're planning your whole wedding without even getting any input from your future husband. (laughs) I I just feel bad doing that, I think. But, you know, I could feel in his energy that he wouldn't mind us doing this. Yeah, he doesn't care. I have a feeling that the type of guy that I would end up with would not care. (laughs) No, he really doesn't. I mean, you know, but I do feel... He's very much going to be marriage-minded. I mean, it's not going to be a joke for him. You know, it, it, it honestly feels to me that, you know, some people get into, and I know this is probably scaring you, some people get into a relationship just, you know, to have, you know, a friend or a partner or something like that. I feel he's going getting into a relationship to ultimately end up with a wife. Right. Well, I think so, that's good. <laughs> and he doesn't know it yet, but Julie's it. <laughs> well, I think 
he's going to know it as soon as they meet. I honestly feel in his energy something's going to click, and he's going to have no, really no questions. I mean, obviously, they're going to go a year and getting to know each other and planning a wedding and everything, so it's not going to be an overnight thing. But my gut feeling is the energies are going to align pretty nicely. And I, honestly, with Julie's energy, I feel a sense of calmness. Um, and I don't feel it's that, that false sense of calmness. I feel it's a genuine sense of calmness, almost like for the first time you really know that right. this one is right. Well, that sounds great. I like this reading. I'm very happy with yeah. this reading. <laughs> so right, I, and it's all on tape, like we said, so we'll be able to go back and listen. Right, to I'll that. be able to report back. This is very exciting. Right, and oh, yeah. we're going to remember now because it was the week after the trailer, the week of the trailer's release, so we're always going to remember that it was November, early November of 2010. Right. That we made the prediction, so then we can go back and look at, listen to the podcast and say, oh, we did it again. <laughs> so this is something we talk about a lot, and actually have a question about this. So, oh. so I said to you, um, you know, I wanted when when am I going to meet my husband? And I meant it. And then when you said the wedding date, I got nervous. So does that mean that I'm giving conflicting energy out to the universe? You know how we talk about like it's not conflicting. It's okay. actually all negative. <laughs> all of it. Well, just, right. Just, because it almost doesn't matter. But she's matter. talking as though she has it, so that's not coming from lack. It's coming from from the clear sense of of what you have. The wedding, no. you know. Well, I I hear what you're saying, but unfortunately, what the universe feels from an energetic standpoint is the lack, because the lack over overshadowed. I mean, the 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 wanting and the exciting and all this stuff. Rate it for me, Julie. I could feel it in your energy. So the the fear that you felt when I said, well, do you want a wedding? Do you want to know when you when you're actually going to get married? Mm-hmm. Um, rate that to me on a scale of one to ten, as far as that not wanting to know or that panicky feeling or fearful feeling that you had. A seven. Okay, and maybe an eight. Wanting, <laughs> okay, yeah, and then wanting to know that general question that you asked me about wanting to know. Um, if and when you were going to get married or whatever your question was, on a scale of 1 to 10, rate that to me as far as how how strongly you really wanted to know that. Um, well, the question was meeting my husband, but are you talking about something else? No, meeting your husband. Meeting, um, that was a 10. I really meant that. Yeah, you did from a... Um, from, from, from a theory the, point is more than real. Right, right. That's the thing, because I do feel you are sincerely looking for a, you know, that, I mean, not I don't mean that in a, in a derogatory way, but I do feel you're very, very open to the potential of meeting somebody that you can spend the rest of your life with. I feel that is a very honest, um, sincere emotion within you. Um, the You know, remember what I say, though, about want. Mm-hmm. What do I say about want? How would that apply to this? Well, if you want something, you're not going to get it because you're just going to get more want. Right, exactly. So so by by that being the strong 10, that you really wanted to know when you were going to meet your husband, um, that that's a negative that we're sending out, and that fear to me is coming through stronger than the 7 or the 8. I feel that's equal, if not surpassing, um, really what what the original question was. Um, and I'm not saying that there's no positive 
energy coming out of you. I didn't. Really oh no, I know there is because I feel it. I absolutely right. know there is. Right, but I am concerned about. I don't want you to want it. I just want you to trust in it, and I, I certainly don't want you to, um, you know, uh, feed into your fears. And yeah, the stronger feeling than the than the than the intense wanting because I don't really feel like I have that. I feel like it's more of like a knowing that I will meet someone. I feel like I am there. That's but, good. But stronger than that definitely was that surprise. And uh, surprise, I surprised myself when you said, do you want to know your wedding date? And I felt fear. And I and the reason I'm bringing this up on the air is not because it's necessarily about me, but I feel like this could be a lot of people who give conflicting energy. I think it's really interesting that you think you know what you want and you could actually be putting out into the universe what you don't want. Right. And how often do people say, oh, I want this and I want that, but the reason why they're not bringing it into their life is two reasons. One is because they're wanting it, and the second reason is the underlying premise with everything is, you know, if you don't feel you deserve it or if Mm -hmm. you're not ready for it, you're not going to ever be able to draw it into your life. Right. You know, and I'm not saying either one of those apply to you because, I mean, when we were talking, I I don't know if you were on the call because you were, I think, in Vegas or something when we did that one show on intimacy issues. Mhm. Were you in Vegas? I was there. No, I was I was on the inti- I think I was on for this for oh, that okay. one. Okay. Um what Dr. Jean for when you have a fear of intimacy, what are some of the the symptoms of that? What 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 would well, somebody can do you know, that? you could give people a mixed message. You could act too anxious so that they run away or uh you could again really be avoiding people when they get close. It sounds like she's got a bit of a what you call approach avoidance. You know, she wants the wedding and the person and the closeness when it's far away. But as right. soon as you say, "Okay, you got it," you're chosen. It's like, "Oh my right. God!" Yeah, <laughs> Doctor Jean, you have exactly pegged. Right. That's exactly right. So, so what would be your prescription for for helping her? Well, she's got to take it one step at a time. You know, maybe by the time she uh, gets to the point where she's considering a wedding, she'll feel so comfortable with this person that it won't be as scary. But the idea of a wedding to this unknown stranger, there's so much unknown. Now 95% of that is going to be known, hopefully, before uh, Julie considers marrying the person. Well, the good thing is that I have a psychologist and a psychic to help me through this. So when I do meet him, we can talk about it on the air and we can help my help me every step of the way. And at some point we'll have a wedding. <laughs> oh good. Careful what you ask for. You might get it. Yeah. And yes, I think yes, it would help some of our listeners as well. So many I listeners call that. about love and intimacy and romance. So I think this is good. I think it's great and I really appreciate you sharing it on the air. Um, but I do feel it's, you're not alone in having those kinds of fears. I mean, you know, many, many women, um, you know, dream of having something wonderful, but they keep it away from themselves if it's a fear of intimacy or other reasons. Otherwise, we would all be in the ideal relationship. And honestly, based on um, any psychic's clientele, we know that probably, you know, 85% of the people out there are either in unhappy relationships or not in a relationship. And what are the actual numbers, Dr. Jean? Is there any number as far or any percentage that you're aware of that is actual statistics as far as people who are in 
um, unhappy relationships? <laughs> Not really, because people are at different stages of it. You know, they're either in denial or they're in the process of getting a divorce, so they've left a relationship. So it, it would depend on the stage and, and the other factors involved. Something like an unhappy relationship is very, very general. It's not like it's not like saying how many people are married, how many people are single, how many are divorced. I gotcha. Well, I based on my observations, um, I would say it's eighty five percent of our society, unfortunately. I know so few people or I have so few people call me um and, and ask me positive questions about relationships. Ninety nine percent it's about the troubles that are within a relationship. And I talk to thousands of people a year, and I'm not saying that that's really an accurate consensus because maybe the demographics of who call me, you know, are 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 limited, but, you know, I know that they're not. I mean, I have um, people from, you know, uh, teenagers to people who are in their you know, 50s, 60s, and older who are calling me from all different, you know, walks of life and all different parts of the country and world, you know. So, and I see basically the same kind of thing, um, you know, which is troublesome. It really, really is. And the number of relationships where people, um, you know, can't, where people don't get a clean closure on things, um, you know, it would be so much easier for the men and women out there if you are not interested in somebody, be straight, be honest, especially if you've been involved with somebody for any length of time. You know, just be honest and straight. You know, you're ready to move on instead of just saying, well, I need some space, and then you never call the person again, and you leave a person hanging. I mean, that's truly when it's unfair. I just want to chime in here. It's such an interesting topic, but we have really maybe a minute left. So if you want to just... Uh well, Wrap yeah, let, yeah. Let me just say that I think this was a great show, and Julie, again, thank you for um, giving us the opportunity to do the reading and for sharing some of the personal aspects of your life. Um, but I know it's coming up for you in June of uh, 2012, so I'm going out to buy my wedding, my, uh, <laughs> my, my dress, your wedding dresses. Yeah, well, maybe I'll get married that week too. But um, it, but again, I want to thank everybody for, for who called in. I apologize to any callers who got bumped. I don't know what's going on with the switchboard. We're going to look into the problem again. Um, thank you to all our listeners for inviting you into your to. They, well, let me reword that. To our <laughs> listeners for inviting us into your home and and your lives, because I don't think many of you have come into my home. But we love hearing from you, and thank you to my co-hosts, Dr. Jean Cirillo, Frank Todaro, Frank Todaro, I can't speak today at all, and Julie Zellman. Special thanks to Paula Back, who has recently joined our team, and she did a great job screening calls and helping us with the switchboard. Thank you. Many blessings to each of you, and I am in gratitude to all of you. Have a wonderful week. Honor yourself, and you'll automatically draw in countless experiences that honor you. Paranormal enthusiasts, remember to tune into Frank Tadaro's The Invisible World. Either call 718-508-9285 or check out the show page here on Blog Talk Radio um, called The Invisible World. Good night, everyone. Hope to see you back here in two weeks. Bye-bye. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.